could you just tell us a bit about your condition and your full name and the name of your condition and how you're struggling at the minute with it? My name is Faisan Sheikh and I have Mosaic-Edward Syndrome. Could you tell us a brief description about the condition, what it is and how you cope with it? I don't know a lot about Mosaic-Edward Syndrome but I know that I have one extra chromosome. I get treated this... this... Same way as everybody else at at home and outside. If they ever had this uh, syndrome or condition, your top favorite three tips. I buy understanding things difficult, so I would say explain something to the person advice so they understand it. Take time and take time. I think it's basically how I choose and I can live a normal life with this disability and it's also about your mindset as well. So my name's Beba and I'm Faisan's mom and I would say that Faisan's struggles with his disability in terms of lifting things up that are quite heavy and he's had a spinal operation so that limits him in terms of he can't do contact sports sometimes i think for him his choices are limited but they're not as limited as somebody would think and again it's about your mindset so because Bazan has a positive mindset he sort of makes himself understand actually that he is able to do something not dangerously or within safety with his health but in terms of being having that thought process that i can do something i'm going to try it at least and then if i can't do it that's fine and if i can do it that's brilliant so if he's struggling with something how does he over come it from a weakness with strength so for example you'll know that damas and so every day he practices reading he practices reading out loud practices reading in front of a mirror practices by ringing people sometimes he'll randomly ring shops just to ask them what the time is so he knows that an effort needs to be made where he needs to improve something that he's struggling with he won't ignore it he won't just think oh i'm not going to face that because it's a fear or it's a worry he will hurt he will just go for it won't look at it as a weakness he'll look at it as like work in progress when he goes to the gym that he knows he's got a spinal operation he knows he has to be very careful so he'll do things that are careful but he's still making himself stronger there's two things with Bizan. he had a dis- he's got a disability and his stammer is really individual to him so other people that have a Zaykenwood syndrome might not necessarily have a stammer so with Bazan that's quite unique in terms of stammer yeah you get a lot of people that talk over him or they would look at me and talk to me and ignore Bazan that used to happen a lot but now now that Bazan is older and he is the one that I will go forward himself and talk. I'm actually the one that people ignore now, which I like. So it's a lot about Fizan and his positivity and the way he comes across that people won't ignore him. That he won't let people ignore him. That's the way he has become. In terms of his disability, not a lot of people know when you look at Fizan, you probably look at him and think, oh, he doesn't eat as much, he's quite slim. But you wouldn't necessarily think this boy has got a disability, so it's very hidden. The only thing I would say is, like, he gets tired very easily. And you can't see that when you see someone for, you know, like, half a minute you don't really know it tires easily when we go shopping and we use the disabled parking space people give him a weird look like how you've got a 
a badge and why are you using that space and I'm not going to certainly stand there and explain for my son why we need that space. We know it. We don't necessarily have to tell each and every person that looks with a weird look on their face why we've got that space. So they just think it's seeing is believing. If they can see there's something wrong with you, that means it's okay for you to use the badge. But if they can't see you've got a disability, then it's almost like, you know, well, we don't think it's good enough for you to have it, so they judge you straight away. That's one definite that we've come across so many times, the rolling of the eyes and the tutting and all of that for no reason. They've not gone through our lives. They don't know us, but they seem to think that they can, you know, decide within half a minute whether we should be, you know, eligible or not. If I go for a walk, or if I get tired easily, I think it will, like, stop me. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, you're right, that one thing that we can't do as a family is we can't go for walks together, because Bizan gets tired really easily, so we have to start and stop very short distances, so obviously that impacts on sometimes patients for the other siblings as well, because they want to get to the next place quickly, but because of Bizan we can't, so that really has impacted on his daily living, but like I said to him earlier, let's go for a walk, and he said, oh, let's go for a drive, you know, so it's what's easy has he tried to walk in his garden after a meal or like that yeah so short distances are fine but i think fazan doesn't like the cold weather so now in the winter he's like he hibernates so he just wants to be in a warm and he doesn't want to be out at all that's and same he, like me as well yeah he'd rather be indoors and uh, you know playing a game but in the summers that's when i really say to him more so like come on you have to get out even today because i walk a lot I just wanted him to, you know, do that. He, it, you know what? It's likes and dislikes. If you really don't like something, not because of your disability sometimes as well, it's just not his preference to walk. He can almost tell you how it feels to be treated differently. When you're saying how is it for them, how they feel, when they discriminate you, how do you feel? How would you like to be treated? I would like to be treated like everyone else. I don't want treated like, oh, this guy's like... <laughs> We need to treat them in a different way. Now, I'd rather be treated the same way as everyone else. I think it's very important because it's important to raise awareness. And because November is the, the, the month for disability I, awareness, I think it's important to tell people about this disability because it will teach them how to behave. Um, teach them how to be paid and how to be treated. Yeah, and also, because when you raise awareness, that means people are aware of the difficulties you might have if they read about it or they learn about it. They're given time to understand, and I think that's the problem when people, the general public have, is that they're not informed, they don't know. So they don't know how to behave around people. They don't have empathy or they don't have that insight to see that actually this person, before they even get out of the house, has struggled with X, Y, or Z, to be that uh, with their sight, be that with their strength, be that with their voice. You know, really simple things that people can take for granted. They will actually think about it twice before they speak to people or to judge them. So it's all about raising awareness, I think, because that's why it's so important to people with disabilities that that is already, you know, in place. So they don't have to struggle, because actually people put barriers in place for people. You say Fazan sometimes struggles on a shorter walk. Does he do any exercise or like when he's at college uh, 
to keep his mind going or is uh, speak does he get like practice lessons on speaking no no because the thing is because of covid he's not even attending college as much so in the last month or so he's only been once to college the main thing is is as a family what we decided was a long time ago we would join the gym and that's a safe environment so what Fizan has done is grown up with us all going to the gym and then become old enough to have his own membership now and so what he does with that is he's got a personal assistant who helps him there and takes him that as well. What favorite game does he play to keep himself busy? I play like FIFA on the PlayStation.
of this month, I'm actually teaming up with uh, the Buckinghamshire Charity Mind for a live gig uh, on my YouTube page at Amir Official UK. So I'll be doing the online gigs for sure. You can argue that it's selfish in a way, but all the proceeds are completely free gig. And if you donate, all the proceeds go um, straight to mind. I don't, you know, we don't take anything. I just want it straight to uh, go to, to go straight to mind. Everybody is crying out for help because especially people who are living alone, that can't be easy. You're just basically by yourself the entire time. And that's not fun. And obviously everybody's having Zoom calls and having drinks over Zoom calls every, every night, but it's well, the video has just come out and, and it's kind of like there's subtle gigs at the way that people have been handling the COVID-19. Let's just say people in charge don't know what they're doing, but they like to pretend to know what they're doing. And I suppose that need, need nobody is kind of like listen to your heart rather than other people. It's kind of like the, the overall metaphor of the song. This is the third song that's been released that be on the album. So the first one was I'm on Fire, which I released at the beginning of the year. And then during the summer, I released Got It For You. And then Need Nobody's just come out now. So uh, the next album should be out next year. Man. I will go absolutely anywhere that wants me to be there. I will be there. Well, yeah, getting the future sounds was pretty cool, man. You know, bearing in mind how many artists are out there it was sort of you know collected into what into an, an, a short list of eight people and to be a part of the eight people was one thing but then to get the award was was another so um, i felt pretty good man i'll work with anyone who wants to work man I, I, I love i love all types of music so if i get a phone call or if i approach someone and they're like yeah let's collaborate let's work so then i'm i'm in man because you know i just love i just love making music i like making music by myself i like co-writing with my team and i like co-writing with, with anybody who wants to work man whoever my head my uh, dad born in punjab so he was born in uh, in north india so we're indians and my my uh, mom was born in leicester but her family are Gujarati. so uh, my my background is um, I was brought up Hindu Punjabi. Yeah, it was just the three, just just at home, man. We didn't we didn't have anyone around. To, no, not set off the fireworks this time. We could hear enough around the town, you know. That was quite cool. We stood in our own garden, and I could see other gardens doing the fireworks. So we didn't need to buy our own. That was fun. But then uh, I did some cooking, and we had a few drinks, and it was good. The single is out now. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Apple Music. So it's everywhere on those platforms. And the video has just premiered today, so you can find that at YouTube. And you can find me at Amir Official UK on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and on YouTube. Need Nobody is N-W-E-D-N-O-B-O-D-Y. And I am Amir, A-M-I-R, Official UK, all one word. All social media at the moment, the website's being built. You sting in my heart. Won't you come with me? Cause your honey is sweet. Hey guys, this is Amir. You're listening to North Manchester FM 106.6. And this is my new single, Need Nobody.